This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Hello and welcome to the Blue Monday podcast covering Ipswich Town since 2015. I'm Richard Woodard and you're tuning in to our midweek live Q&A chatting all things Ipswich Town where you set the agenda. Joining me um, as always, well as always as sometimes, is, um, let me get this right, Craig Fimbo with an F. Ah, Fimbo. perfect. Absolutely yeah? perfect. Right? Yeah, Craig, yeah. how are Let's you? Phonetically absolutely correct yes and i you know and as ben says you're not leaving now to ask the person whose name it is if it's how it's pronounced nowadays you know you just gotta go go with your own thing yeah i <laughs> i was listening to that and thinking mm, not, not so sure I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna strive for pronunciation perfection and i will learn along the way as i fail uh, so there you go um Great to see so many people in the chat already. We will, and um, we want to hear from you as always. Um, all the details of where to get involved um, are scrolling across the bottom. But do get involved in the live chat, whether you're on YouTube, on Twitter, or Facebook. We see you, um, and we salute you on this Wednesday evening or Wednesday morning, depending in the world you are. Um, transfer window is probably going to come up, uh, maybe. Um, Seven thousand supporters at MK Dons might come up. Um, ITFC women might come up on their FA Cup draw. Gillingham on Saturday might come up. Um, we will go where you want us to go. So get your um, thoughts and questions and observations in the comments and we'll come to them as soon as we can. Um, Craig, do you want to give us your kind of instant reaction to the deadline day or the January window as a whole um, before we get into specifics? And I'll stick some comments up and say hello to everyone. Yeah, I think, it's, I think it was... Obviously, it, it started off started off with a bit of a flurry didn't it in terms of the good news with um McCauley Bon uh, and then I think you know had it been the other way the other way around and we'd sort of signed Bon on to the end of the season and signed Walton permanently and that happened in the last two or three days 
I think people would have, some people might have seen it a little bit more positively, shall we say? Um, as it is, you know, they were they were sort of done and dusted early doors, and um, and then we were sort of just seeing people leave, more people leave, and more people leave, and then the the guys that did come in were sort of replacing people that we'd already got in the uh, got in the building, weren't they? In terms of um, Coulson getting a left back for Coulson and, and getting a, a centre midfielder for for Harper who left on loan. It's just, I think, looking at it, we've obviously lost some strength in depth, but by the same token, the strength that we have lost in depth, they weren't getting near the first eleven, were they? You no. Know, you know, you you can talk about Fraser in a second. You know, my um, player of the season. Um, Rakeem Harper's obviously gone. We've chosen to... really poorly, you and I. Today, <laughs> we haven't we? we mate? Yeah, all the two people to have, have talking about a transfer window tonight. Yeah, our two guys have gone out the uh, out the door, one permanently and one hopefully temporarily. Um, yeah. But I say, from what I've seen so far, um, Backins. I've seen Backinson, Backinson's three games he's played so far in the flesh, um, and he's yeah, he's all right. I wouldn't say he's anything more than you know, spectacularly improvement on, on what we had and you know your man Fraser never really got a look in to show what he could uh, do for one reason or another so um, yeah a slightly underwhelming last week I suppose but in the whole scheme of things it was more of a, a consolidation of, of what we had and a slightly condensing of the squad to make it a bit more workable I'd have thought from from McKenna's perspective yeah there was a little a sense of a little bit of clearing of the decks wasn't there and um, Joe um, of this parish has asked for a rating out of 10. I can see some folks have given their scores um, in the chat as well. So we'll get to those in a sec. But yeah, how would you how would you rate it? I mean, let me just put on the screen just for the avoidance of doubt so we know we can just recall what's happened there. So Christian Walton signing from Brighton on an undisclosed. Um, back in some we talked about. Thompson um, signing in the last week. Nick Hayes was the only real news on deadline day itself and then all these departures ncr lakenlock holy fraser harper nolan clements and then the loans of um louis barry and hayden colson were terminated um your thoughts yeah. Greg, out of 10 we well we said about you know just reducing size of the squad sorry i'll seven yeah we know you were talking about reducing size of the squad you've got three three left backs there have gone and I appreciate we brought one in, but you've got, you know, in the whole scheme of things, having having three left backs available in 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 the shape of Kenlock, Clements, and and Coulson, um, all going out the squad, just goes to show what a sort of crazily sized squad it it uh, it was. And as I say, I think McKenna's come out today, hasn't he, and and said that it's just allows it to be a bit more manageable. And interestingly, he was saying that you know those that are left now. You, you've got a fair chance of actually getting in the team now because there yes. must have been, you know, there must have been these guys who are 18th, 19th, 20th in the squad. Must think, crack, I'm I'm out training every day, and literally, I know I've got no chance of getting any. If I'm the fourth choice left back, you know, I've got I've got very little choice chance of um, getting a getting a kick about on. Uh, and we need to remember that this is McKenna's first management gig, and the last thing you want is a situation where you have to try and reassure or placate a RC footballer who's not in the team. And that's a that's a total consequence of the ridiculous amount of acquisitions we sign in the window in in the summer, isn't it? So I can yeah. kind of understand it from his perspective just to make his life 
easier because you said there's some big name players who weren't even anywhere near the team. So, yeah, yeah some situations. There. You, you gave us seven, you, didn't you? Yeah, I think I'll go so. Yeah, the scores solid, so we can, yeah. A solid seven, I'd say. I think it's, it's just interesting that, you know, Paul Cook himself said when he came in, oh, the squad's far too big. You know, it's too big to manage. I can't be dealing with all these players. You know, we're going to have people who are left out of training sessions and things like that. And we could find yourself in exactly the same boat. I, I'm intrigued. I'm sure, you know, people can might have their own comments, actually. It'd be quite interesting to see is who we think is making these signings on whose behalf, for example. Um, you know, Backinson, I can't think for any second that it's not, nothing other than a Bristol City, um, Lee Probert, Mark Ashton type of signing, is it? You know, Lee he, Probert the ref. Is it Lee? What's his name? What's Gary. 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 Yeah, yeah. I knew it was a Probert. <laughs> Gary, yeah. One of the Probert gang. Yeah, the, yeah, the, Probert <laughs> the famous family. Yeah. Um, Charlie D, I don't get the over-the-top frustration some fans have had to it um, in response to Joe's scoring. I'm not sure what they expected. I think, I mean, we've been spoiled, haven't we? Let's be honest. Yeah. Summer window, I know there was kind of a really slow start, but when it kicked into gear, it was most Friday nights we were, something that was happening on Twitter, wasn't it? And I think folk maybe have just assumed that that level of business and activity would continue. I think folk had seen the rather chunky departures in certain areas of, of the pitch along the lines that you were talking about, Craig. But I think also, we, uh, even to Spannerman, who's a Mackham, um, watching and spying. We don't play you again until the playoffs, wink. Um, <laughs> so, um, but um, Matete, who'd been linked going mm. to Sunderland, was possibly, everyone had a little bit of hope, didn't they? Even though the EADT and TWTD poured a little bit of scorn on that, rumor so is is it just the fact other teams did quite a lot of business we'd done a lot of business in the summer and folk expected that to be sustained to charlie's question yeah i don't know i don't know whether people expected the same level of you know obviously it was never going to be the same level of incomings but whether people expected it just to keep rolling over i think it may be more of the case that we did see other teams you know who are above us strengthening you know wigan wigan did some decent business and they got got a handful in just a strength strengthen from a position from a position of strength. Um, yeah. Sunderland, as you say, strengthen from a position of strength. And obviously we've yeah. got history about not strengthening from a position of strength. And I just wonder why, whether there's just a, a, um, a non, uh, an unspoken acceptance of where we currently are finding ourselves ask you about that. in the league. Yeah. And, you know, think, well, in the whole it's it's unlikely. It's highly unlikely, isn't it, that we're going to reach the top six? So, do we keep our powder dry? See where we're at. Yeah, I think. I, I think there's there's something to be said for that. If we beat Sheffield Wednesday, yes, and if you're Matata as well, who are you going to pick? A team that is up in the automatic, Sunderland and the automatics, certainly third, aren't they? Yeah, in the top, well, in, well in the top six, um, and also signing Jermaine Defoe as well. Um, Admittedly, Lee Johnson having left there is a bit of a question mark. But if you had a choice of a team that is already in the top six and looking all right and possibly might get a new manager bounce at yeah. just the right time, or a team that has just lost a ship on Wednesday and is mid, you know, is lower, is mid table ish. Yeah, you know. exactly. Yeah, it's no, and especially, you know, not be funny, a team that's just sacked Lee Johnson has got even more going for it, hasn't it, than uh, 
than ourselves. Until they go for Roy Keane, who apparently is going for <laughs> Yeah, very or, possibly, um, yeah. Good, Actually, there's, yeah, there's some interesting comments. Actually, I think Skip, sorry, Skip's just said about us having a squad, but also we're still relatively light in centre-back because then we're playing three centre-backs. Yeah. Our, only, our, only, our only reserve is Burgess, who doesn't seem to fit any of those three positions, certainly from a wanting to wander out of defence with the ball at your feet um, perspective. So you could argue that, you know, we still see ourselves a little bit light at centre-half, um, but there's there's been an argument that Thompson can play that left-sided um, centre-half role. If I quite say, it's not as if he needs to be a towering six foot, six foot three, six foot four, because Danassian's not not that on the other side, is he? Mm. Um, and we haven't seemingly been bombarded. I think we've pretty much got those teams out of the way, haven't we? The teams that were launched onto our uh, centre half's head. So you know, we, we'll, we'll wait and see. I think it just it just allows Kieran McKenna just time to get coaching. You know, yeah, exactly right. There. Yeah, I'm not seeing um, questions from Facebook or Twitter. So if you are out there watching in those platforms, there's not a huge amount I can do, but I can recommend that you migrate to, to YouTube if you want to join the conversation because I'm seeing plenty of YouTube comments. So apologies if we're not working on Twitter. I think the broadcast might be, um, but maybe not questions. So apologies if you are trying to get involved and I'm not responding to you. Head over to YouTube um, and give us a thumbs up while you're at it. Why not? Um, for good measure uh, let's go back to the comments michael warner um love the magic of leaving ipswich injury prone players suddenly are fit and signing for a new club i think he's talking john nyland but we need to mention emir hughes with his implausible hmm. last minute um equalizer for cole you against swindon on the weekend and did you see alan judge's goal for them last night his um, marcus stewart tribute with, wasn't it oh uh, and with the uh, made from ipswich miles kedlock to scoose back to kedlock to judge to goal, I mean, crazy situation. Yes, yeah, it was a lovely goal, wasn't it? And and Miles Kenlock picking up his um his two points for an assist that Cole Skews did that season, where Tom Lawrence was slamming it in from thirty five yeah. yards every other week, passing it five yards and taking the assist for it. Yeah, um, we need to uh, very quickly say thank you um to David for the super chat on YouTube. Thank you very much, David. Um, we need to sort you out something, don't we? Um. Give, me a, give us a message. I think Ben was going to sort something out with you. But thank you very much. If you want to do um, similar to what Dave's doing, if there's a little Super Chat S button if you're on the YouTube chat. Do get involved in that. But um, we appreciate that. We don't expect it. But, David, thank you so much. Very super generous there. And we do appreciate that. Um, how about how about you then and, and Fraser, mate? How, how are you? Yeah, I'm still, I'm still in bargaining. I haven't quite got to acceptance. I, I, <laughs> I think the trouble I saw there's a lot. There was a um, was it an uh, F EFL seventy two Twitter account or something uh, doing yeah. an assessment of Fraser and giving him lots of kudos for his time at MK Dons and the, the thought was that Ipswich had ruined him. I, it, there's sometimes a situation where players are just not a fit, right? And we've seen that all the time. Um, I don't think he got a particularly fair rubber of the green playing in a position that he wants to. I think I think it might have been Joe mentioned a kind of sliding doors moment for Fraser when he missed the penalty at Burton. But I saw enough ingenuity. Um, I think he could spot a pass. He was always in the right position at certain um, in certain times as well when they're attacking moves. I think he was a much more intelligent player than we can give him credit for. But I can understand why that kind of player is not going to be in the team every single week if they're not 
producing assists or goals. And that was the issue for him, wasn't it? It was that the, the end product wasn't enough. And he isn't going to add defensive no. kind of solidity or, in midfield either, or, is he? Or the up and down running that yeah. you, can make, you can make up for if you're not producing. I'm just goals. frustrated that I was, I mean, Louis Barry is another player that I was super excited about signing and off he's gone to Swindon as well. I, I mean, we need to, as I said before, we need to pit murder with Craig, but yeah, I wouldn't but... be surprised if Fraser has a really solid end of the season with Charlton. And I'm not going to say we're going to make, be made to rue that, but I think he will be a really key player for them. And I think we might think, oh, if we'd persevered, maybe if we'd loaned him to Charlton. Um, yeah. But who knows? That might, might, might not have been an offer on the table, mightn't it? It's just, as you say, it, 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 I suppose it's just uh, an uh, unevitable, an inevitable outcome of signing so many players yeah. in one go, and and also these so many players in that top third of the pitch, you know, potentially. But but there are some, some are going to fall by the wayside, aren't they? Lee here. Um, I think what they've done is absolutely necessary. Hopefully, a closer knit team. Yeah, I think we can agree with that, don't we? Um, FPL Tractor, the biggest negative of the window for me was Simpson. Still don't quite understand that. The fact, well, I mean, he could make a contribution now, couldn't he, Craig? Well, he could, but. Or is he now frozen know. out? Couldn't he signs his deal? Well, yeah, maybe he'll, maybe he's the next one that the manager's going to be told not to be able, not to pick that uh, Norwood was. Um, before Cook left, who knows? But I can't, I can't imagine he's going to get in above Bon and Norwood and Piggott and potentially Jackson. Is he? I don't know. I don't we'll know. See. It just seems straight. It just seems um, poor from someone's on someone's heart on behalf that he's now got six months potentially not playing in his career. He's just had a great first six months of this season, and now it's just in, in stasis. Now everyone just holds still. He's frozen in carbonite. And solo type for the next six months until such time as something happens in summer. Either presumably we're going to renew, you know, or sorry, have the extension um, triggered on his contract, which means it's another year in any case. Um, and then we'll, we'll just see. I don't. We no one knows what's happening. No one's um, had a chance to ask anyone about it either. I don't think have they? Because McKenna said, "Look, it's nothing to do with me, Gov. I'm I'm here to pick the team and coach the team. If he's been brought back for contractual issues, well." No one's come out and, and added any more meat to the bones, have they? No. I'm just thinking of Ty- Simpson kind of waiting to go in the car the night and um, Kieran McKenna says, I love you. And he goes, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, there's an image for your heads. Um, Ipswich people, Ipswich staff as Star Wars characters feels like a it feels like a thread for a podcast that we haven't done yet. So <laughs> if you've got any ideas on that, um, let us know. Um, Paul Westlake, thank you for Paul, who's doing some sterling work producing us some clips that we're using in the shows and maybe on our socials as well. Um, evening to Paul. MK Don's average attendance is around 8,200 and we've sold how many tickets? <laughs> right, nearly 7,000. So um bumper crowd isn't it um evening to eric good to have you with us um spannerman's given us his assessment if she's underperformed the season but teams still fear us i mean that's the trouble we don't know which Ipswich team is going to turn up some weeks no. and that was the same under cook and it's same under mckenna isn't yeah. it? yeah and to a lesser extent sunderland as well you know we both sunderland and us went up to bolton probably expecting to get a half decent result up there and both of us got turned over to to, certain, no, to differing degrees, obviously, but um, and then same. I think 
I just think that 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 Sheffield Wednesday result was just a, such a and the performance to be fair was just such a kick in the guts for everyone. You know, we we're on a high. This might be you know we could just need to push on, push on, and yet again it's just that team that's above you just can't gain any ground or any momentum. Um, it's and Dave was saying the same thing about the next couple of games. You know damn well that we'll beat Gillingham, we'll beat Doncaster. Hopes get up, and then we'll drop down again. You know. Yeah, then seven thousand supporters at MK are going to yeah. come back on up here, aren't they? Yeah. Um, Michael, I know it's only days. I said after the first game, Backinson is going to annoy me. He thinks he's Paul Pogba, um, and I don't like Paul Pogba. Hmm. Is he the second? Oh, the second jet. Um, I, thoughts I like on Backin? I mean, we need to get cut him a little bit of slack because yeah. I think he's just come back from. COVID, not really featured for Bristol City before and around Christmas. It chucked in at the deep end. You know, he cramped up, didn't he, against Sheffield Wednesday. But he feels, I mean, this is the trouble for me with our recruitment, is our midfield is entirely built around the idea that you've got Sam Morsey in there. It's the same kind of lobbing all of Paul Cook's eggs in the Morsey basket. Once Morsey's not there, the likes of back and saw El Mazzini coming in have to provide that box-to-box defensive aggression to allow the more creative types, which I suspect Backinson is, to thrive. And is that a fair assessment? Or you were obviously there on Saturday, Craig, and yeah, spoke about it on yeah. the pod. But yeah, well, as, as I say, I I was at Wimbledon as well when he when he, he played that game as well, didn't he? Um, and as you say, the guy just he was Crossy wasn't even in the squad. For Accrington, and all of a sudden finds himself playing the match, doesn't he? Um, and he's, oh, sorry, coming on the sub. But he, he was thrown in the deep end. He probably hadn't had time to play with his mate, teammates, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, and you know, he does look a technically fine footballer, um, but just from what from what I've seen, he just does look just look a little bit lightweight. Certainly for his size, he looks he looks lightweight. But again, cut me a bit of slack. He was playing alongside Il Mazzini. He probably didn't even know who each other were. 24 hours before the match you know it's it's yeah. just been one of those things and, and I think Dave mentioned it on I think it was Dave said it on um, Sunday is that similar similar to Harper and I I backed up Harper in that respect these guys haven't had a chance to play alongside Morsey Harper played alongside Evans didn't he for the first how many was half a dozen matches of the season and neither of them were, were pulling up any trees at that particular um, point in time it's only ever since really Morsey's joined as you say all our eggs in the Morsey basket ever since he's joined Evans has stepped up a little bit um, and it would just be nice to have seen Harper have, have the opportunity maybe to do so as well. And Backinson may have the opportunity to do so now. So I think until such time as he gets everything in his favour, it's it is still a little bit harsh of us to probably you know, judge him too much. Yep. Um, MW, I'm pleased with this transfer. We know very pragmatic. We know there is another go in the summer. And if we've been close, we might have been, uh, we might have pushed. Summer, there is more contracts end and squad shaping to come. Yeah, I mean, there are nine or so players, I think, out of contract in the summer. Um, but I think MW is right. I mean, it's not, a, it's not a good buyer's market. It's a panic buyer's market in January, isn't it, typically? Yeah. Um, and I, I did, folk kind of underestimating the significance of signing Christian Walton, for example. I think that's possibly one of the best bits of January business I think we've done since there's been transfer windows like this, um, yeah. when you think about it. Macaulay Bond... Um, being retained, I think you mentioned it at the start, being retained for the rest of the season. You know, loans from championship 
and Premier League for um, Backinson and Thompson, respectively. These will not have been cheap either. So, right. yeah, I think MW, I think we've got, yeah, we, I think we agree with you there. What would be um, interesting, actually, is, is, sorry, Rich, is in the summer, just picking a, a position on the pitch, is our forwards. You've got, what is it, four forwards at the moment. You've got Bon, Jackson, Norwood, Piggott. Only one of those is guaranteed-ish to be here next season in Piggott. There's, yep. there's three of your four who are gone, so it gives it gives scope to McKenna, doesn't it? To you know, despite us having made twenty signings last summer, we're still going to have scope this summer for him to mould a squad into the shape that he he needs it. But at least, unlike Paul Kirk, we won't be settling from a starting point of demolition mode. Zero. And- Kicking everyone out. Yeah, exactly right. Um, Paul, I wonder if the squad actually needs a strengthening or if the players we have just need coaching. I think there yeah, are some definitely some um, suggestions of that elsewhere in the chat. Um, to the latter, I think. No surprise for me with the lack of business. And we, and we know McKenna's a great coach. The chat from the likes of Connor Chaplin and um, I think others has been really positive on that respect. So, yeah. yeah. And, you know, and, and how often do we say, you know, for God's sake, just stop buying players. The whole point of being a football manager is to make the ones you've got better, isn't it? You know, let's let's talk about George Burley for a little while. But you know, in the chat I had with him, he was saying the same can thing. You speak that, to George Burley, Craig. Where can folks yeah. listen to that? Oh, if you can go onto our YouTube channel and and find two two um, interviews. One about his an hour about his manager uh, playing career, and about an hour and ten minutes about his. Uh, oh, lovely! Career. Yeah, oh. Um, but he he Sorry. said himself that. Oh, can't hear you, Craig. I don't know if you're mugging me off doing kind of the mute gag, but we can't hear you anymore. You going to come back? Oh, yeah, I'm, Siri just decided. I don't know what I said, but Siri decided to answer about some hotel. That's happened again as well. No, no, you're just joking with me now, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so what was I saying? Yeah, so bringing the ones you play and coaching the ones that you've got to become yeah. better players. Yeah, he was talking about Matt Holland. Matt Holland, when he joined, was here. When he left, he was up here, you know, just through coaching. And there's no reason why we can't expect a football manager to make the plays he's got better rather than trying to go out and finding one that's marginally better than the one that he's trying to get rid of. Lee's thought here about personnel changes in the summer. I think there will be, won't there? Not as many as, we, as last um, last summer, but there will be quite a bit, won't there? Yeah, I think so. And I think yeah. Joe said himself, um, it may be on TWTD or, or on Twitter, that you know, we'll be in the point where every club will be making eight to ten changes. Every club in League One does make eight to ten changes because they've always got that many people out of contract or half as many out of contract and half that they want to move on. So by definition, you just need that that churn of players just to, to refresh things. Um, always in the know is Joe Fares. And a lot of people a little bit anxious by the lack of cover at centre-back now. Um, Joe gathers that Dom is on, he's on short-name basis. Um is also seen as centre-back cover. There you go. There's some information we are sharing with you. Um, just catching up in the comments again, David. Thank you so much. And thank you for asking us how we're doing. Um, I'm doing all right. Yeah, thank you very much for asking. And Craig, we've already asked you, haven't we? So we will. Um, but still important. Do you want to remind us? I can't remember, yeah. the, I can't remember your answer. No, we, we spoke off, off air because I've had, COVID, I've had COVID. Everyone, oh, yes. He's recovered, everyone. Okay. Yeah. No, we were yeah. all right actually. We were. Powering we've through. all had it, apart from, apart from my little girl. She hasn't had it, despite being in a house full of 
the plague. <clears throat> but uh, no, we're all good, thanks. Yeah, can't catch it over the airways, I don't think. Um, Paul Westlake mentioning this, the miraculous powers of recovery when you leave Ipswich, Coulson injured straight on loan. I don't know if he's played or will play for Peterborough straight away, but yeah, I can understand people are a bit frustrated with that. Ken Locke, legend, says Eric Clacton. Um, what else have we got? Uh, ba -ba -ba. Um, One thing is that actually, just while you're having a little look there, and you did talk about Milton Keynes, it's just the sheer number of people that are going to watch games at the moment, isn't it? It's Considering it looks like we're potentially just tailing off a little bit in terms of the, the likelihood of us reaching the playoffs, to still be selling out Milton, well, Milton Keynes God knows how many times over, but also yeah. Doncaster on a, on a Tuesday night. Um, I think Morecambe's more, pretty Morecambe's much sold coming out. up in it as well, yeah. 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 So, um, Gary's given his... Um, Blunt assessment of our options. I hope we see Simpson on the bench going forward. Surely a better option to pick it as a, a turning circle of a chief and tank and the pace of Scott Fraser, Gary. Don't hold back, mate. Uh, yeah, but he does hold the ball up though. I, I know exactly what he's saying, yeah, but yeah. he's not as he's not as mobile and as active and as um aggressive, should we say, in, in their running as in his running as um, skip leads to his defence. Twenty plus yeah. goals in the league one out of poorly poor, yeah. I I mean Piggott's a really weird situation there, isn't it? And we hope that, that maybe next season will be better for him. I was, yeah. We were half expecting him to leave him on loan, weren't we? Um, there we go. To be fair, it's pretty difficult for a Cole Hugo not <laughs> to be made in Ipswich. Yeah, fair point, fair <laughs> point there. Um, Charlie D, what does a McKenna pre-season look like, Craig? More classroom time? Pre-season trip somewhere? We're not going to a hotel... Um, in Ireland, because we happen to know the proprietor and can get a mate's rate, I suspect. Mm -hmm. um, no. Any thoughts on what McKenna? What you know, hypothetically, what McKenna? I'd, I would imagine. I'd imagine spend an awful lot of time on the training ground, just drilling, drilling the team, and getting the coaching. <laughs> Do and some DIY. I thought you were yeah, doing some MDF board. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, something like that. I'd, but who knows? It'd be interesting to see actually where we where we do end up if we do. God, who knows what the world's going to be like in July to allow us to go. Uh, various places but uh, you sort of knew damn well where we were going to end up with dear old Mick as you were sort of alluding to there um, yeah. and uh, couldn't do under Paul Cook because no one was allowed to. Of course yeah bubbles and, and all that fun stuff hopefully that disappears as you say. Um, Skip's out about Fraser but I just don't think he's mobile enough to be a CMNK Max system um, uh, biggest problem was um, he is best as an attacking eight which isn't a, yeah there we go. Um, but it's sort of, but it's sort of is a position that McKenna uses. That Morsey, I know he's probably not as mobile as as Morsey, but he was Morsey is allowed to break forward and get into the box. And but if Morsey's doing it, do you need Fraser to do it? I suppose. Paul Westlake, what is the biggest transfer regret that we have had? Me and Craig, or we as an Ipswich? I think it's the latter, isn't it? I mean, signing Bullard on a permanent after that loan. I mean, that's the hindsight regret, isn't it? Yeah, Christ, we'd have been we'd have been brave not to have done it, wouldn't we? After the, yeah. the loan spell he had, you know, crikey. Um, then typically around loans, I mean, lots of money wasted. Paul Taylor. Um, yeah, Paul Taylor, George Boyd. Yeah, any money spent by Roy Keane or Simon Clegg, I should say, and Paul Jewell, apart from Aaron Cresswell. And Luke yeah, yeah, I suppose you had like when we had Bowyer in midfield, we had. Bowyer and uh, Bullard in the same midfield. It's probably a bit. OTT. And there's an excellent um, um, video, Paul, on, I think it's in a, 
on the playlist on our Blue Monday channel because I think it's still in, in on Ben's YouTube. One of the um, sliding doors moments in our, my top 10 in kind of the last 20, 30 years was not spending money in the 14, 15 January window and, and kind of Freddie Sears for 200K, um, Luke Varney, Chaplow on loan, Paddy Kenny was to the point we talked about Sunderland and Matete. We should have been spending big money. You know, Bournemouth brought in Kenwin Jones, didn't they? For example, that was probably that's probably up there. Any other thoughts, guess, um, in the chat um, on that transfer regrets? Um, there'll be a plenty of those, won't there? Um, George Burley's got two at least. He has, he has indeed. Yeah, in that excellent second part of the interview. <laughs> Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home advantage with Mook Delivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with Talksport Fan Network and NordVPN giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wesburn's running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash blue monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there, supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Um, Skip wants to bring back Room 101 so that he can propose a sliding doors moment to go into it. There you go, Skip. Um, the pre-match show will be back on Friday morning um, with me and the host chair and joined by, we've main, mentioned him already, Joseph Fairs. Well, I think he's making his pre-match show debut for the season, which is great. Uh, and he'll be giving us his sliding doors moment, though I'm waiting to hear which managerial, managerial era we will be picking from. Um, but pre-match show out Friday morning, I'm looking at Gillingham um, and um, a sliding doors vote to follow after that as well. Um, and Rich might, Rich might put up the Room 101 table just for, for old times. Oh, I've deleted it. It's all gone. Sorry. Um, not selling Jackson last season, Craig, moving you on swiftly. That's a... Yeah, that was interesting, actually, Lee. You're saying that. I was listening to the Kings of Anglia uh, pod last night um, as they were talking about transfer windows and stuff. Two and a half million quid, they said we got a bid for Jackson. Presumably that was Bournemouth, no. was it, when they, they... That's what the guys in the know said, and we turned it down. 
Yeah, I can't believe it was that much, but it's definitely we definitely had a, at least two seven-figure bids okay. for... Well, what the reporters of the East Anglian Daily Times well, Judith, you're know. saying that they're liars, mate. That's entirely up to you. I, I, I'm, I'm like, um, who's the... Lindsay Hoyle or whatever, is it? Speaker? I'm like Ian Blackford. Um, I... Yeah, I, I, anyone's watching PMQ. Well, tomorrow. you better get. I'm going to give you one more chance. Yeah, I'm going to give you one more chance, Mr. Woodward, or I'm going to have to ask you to leave. I allegedly retract that allegedly statement. Re- retract my last statement. Um, our colleagues at the EAD2 do a sterling job, and I'm sure any figures and facts they quote are accurate. Um, Howard DK, thank you so much for the very generous super chat. Great show, and thank you for the brilliant. Thank you, Craig, for the George Burley interviews. Fantastic. Thank you for your support, Howard. That's super generous. Thank you so much. We're glad everyone's seemed to enjoy them. And if you haven't, I mean, we've been pretty shameless about mentioning them, haven't we, so far? So you know where to find them. Uh, where else are we going? Graham, evening to you. Issues me feel is a big problem and no shots on target on Saturday. Why was James Nord on the bench? Yeah. I think that, yeah, it, it was a problem. And it, and it is a problem when Moore is not there, isn't it? Graham. Um, and it's not any, you know, that, that shots on target um, stat from Saturday, that wasn't really an outlier in terms of, you know, looking back over the three or four games previous to that in terms of, I know, you know we didn't have zero, but we didn't have very many in the games two or three before that. And our XG, if you believe that sort of thing, was lower than all of the teams that we played, including Accrington, I think, in, all, in the four games, is it four games since Accrington? It's lower than all of those, despite us having 60 mid 60 percent possession in in all those games the xg and and mckenna said it himself isn't he it's that it's getting that turning that possession into chances chances created and that's only going to come through coaching and spending more and more and more time on the training ground yeah and figuring out which players he can trust in certain positions as well and you know yeah he's still learning and we need to be patient and i'm sure it will come um andrew pearson special request to have rich say consistently inconsistent in kicky's voice consistently inconsistent oh go. it's made a comeback there what's the I... um what's the chesterfield pod are you going to go on there and yeah you know... spy rights or whatever isn't it yeah. yeah he's going back apparently i believe that when i see it but good luck to cookie you could do like right. a reverse um ronnie moore where someone pretended to be ipswich and <laughs> gave ronnie moore the tranmere job you could ring up chesterfield i'll do it for free you don't have to pay me you don't have to pay me i'll do it for free there you go exactly. there you go, go on, bonus um brilliant i thought i'd lost it but it's still there i yeah mckenna i'm not sure i'm not not gonna go there i don't think i need to find someone else yeah to... let's let's not upset the yeah, the new manager we might want to speak to him he might maybe one day he'll come on the pod that would be good wouldn't it but mm-hmm. i don't want to someone to play that to him uh what else have we got not getting enough for webster in the first place good old mark ashton doing yeah. business for bristol city there wasn't it uh oh paul westlake seven thousand at mk to watch wickham and parrot score against us um so ipswich hashtag um no lee no you don't want that none of us want that um bacon is blue and bacon i until it's definitive by the way i will there will be an occasional bacon in there because i think here's my explanation here I think Backinson's a very um, lazy English pronunciation, and I don't think there's a word. If it's if it had a C before the K, then it's back. I think it's bake, like in baking. But I'm I need the main man himself. I asked someone at ITFC 
and they didn't give me the answer that I liked. So until I hear it from the man himself, I'm going to sprinkle in a bacon every now and then. Um, sprinkle it in like um, um, hundreds of thousands. Um, has yet to play alongside a senior midfielder like Morsi or Evans. Um, he's had Carol out. Yeah, fair point. Blue, I think that's a really good chance well, here. Carol, Carol is quite a senior midfielder, isn't he? Crikey, he's played, but not, not played much. But, time, he? but he's but he's not a, he's not the sort of midfielder you want to be sat alongside because he ain't going to be doing any running for you. Is no, he? definitely right. Um, Skip, a lack of creative, given the lack of creativity, penetration, particularly v Sheffield Wednesday. Do you think came out might switch to a back four to give us more bodies in midfield? I mean, notionally, there's five bodies. Mm. In midfield already, Skip, isn't there? Yeah, does that, I does think that so. really change? I think, I think if you go to a back, I think if you go to a back four, it actually increases our number of defenders on the pitch rather than increases. Yeah. It's, but again, it, it, but it will depend on getting Thompson up to speed and getting him further up the pitch because on Saturday at Sheffield Wednesday, he didn't really get forward particularly, um, and when he did get the ball, understandably, he was he was looking backwards rather than looking any to do anything extravagant and. But by the same token, um, Wes Burns didn't do too much because they didn't allow him any space behind the uh, the fullback to run into, really. Yeah. Um, everyone's getting... David, again, thank you so much. Um, super sticker. Um, and there you go, Craig, from MW. Continue the good work. Blue Monday, GBNT was superb. Thank you, MW. Thank you, David, as well. Guys, um, super generous. Thank you so much for that. Um, and we hope to plenty more bits and pieces um certainly things i can talk about um now because they are actually happening um is next week we will hopefully speak to itfc women's lucy o'brien who we sponsor i'm hoping that's um we can sort that out and involve the folks um who have joined us to do that the friends of blue monday we'll be looking to repeat that situation in the summer so keep your eyes peeled if you want to get involved in that and help us sponsor a player either from the academy maybe the first team um but certainly want to continue our support of itfc women who are doing excellently in the league and are in the fifth round of the fa cup against southampton um so really looking forward to speaking to lucy who scored the important goal away at newcastle um the um, folk who have been interested in a book club podcast, we have got Joe, Dave and myself and special guest Mark Donaldson on the 16th of Feb to talk through the Paul Mariner book um, that Mark um, Ghost wrote uh, and kind of authored along with Paul Mariner. So make sure you've got that read by the 16th of February. We'll have a bit of a Q&A and a, and a debate um, and a discussion about the book with Mark. We'd love, love to have folk join us in for that. Um, and if you haven't read the book, there may be some really fascinating insights to encourage you to, to read it. So um, do join us on Feb 16th for that. Um, otherwise, usual shows. Uh, we are back on Friday with the pre-match, talking Gillingham. Uh, that's Joe and I. And then on Monday morning, um, the flag show, flagship show is back, talking about the Gillingham match um, with the help of your questions and observations. Um, respond to the usual tweet at full time. Um, that is Ben back in the host chair for a hat trick ball. Um, and I think Joe and I think Dave Craig, correct me if I'm wrong. No, I think that is the case. I yeah, right. I'm, a, I'm a away correspondent at the moment. I'm, I've, I'm just racking up. I don't know why. I was just saying to everyone else, what a fantastic. I'm just racking up these away games at the moment. So That's all right. Just getting them. You've done four miles, miles, on the clock. 
exactly right so yeah do get involved in all those bits and pieces blue monday itfc.co.uk is where you can find all the details and what's going on um, all of our audio feed all of our video feeds all of our socials and i think we're looking to extend the website as well in the coming weeks as well so um more excitement there if websites are your kind of thing let's go back to the chat we'll blitz the chat and then we'll call it a night plenty more business um to go through I, what i'd like to know actually is what who who people want to play up front at the weekend oh they okay i'm i'm sort of uh, i'm a person well i'm not pitching bon i think bon's okay. race is run no it's got yeah north to be involved yeah, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't be averse. I'd appreciate what we were saying. What we said earlier about Piggott, but I just think he deserves a chance now, especially because the season is, you know, just maybe tailing off a little bit. It's a chance he's going to be in next season, hopefully. So, so I'm going to, given what we talked about, and given Gillingham are not a team. Well, I was going to say Gillingham are not a team of form. They won against mm. Crew the other night. Um, I'd I'd be tempted to start Piggott. How about that? Yeah. Give Piggott a chance. Um, yep. All we're asking for is to give Piggott a chance. Um, there you go. Well, um, Craig's question um, is open to everyone there. Stick your thoughts in the chat along with Star Wars, Ipswich Town, Star Wars characters, scores <laughs> for the transfer window out of 10, and any other words or phrases that you want me to say as Paul Cook. Um, though I won't be doing them down the phone to um, Chesterfield. Um, Pablo Canuga, um, evening gents. I'm calling it now. We need to win our next seven games. 21 points, no draws. All dubs, Jules, Burton, Cheltenham, Donny, MK, Morecambe, Fleetwood. Time to stop messing about. There's a call to action. Well, it will certainly improve our points per game, won't it? I think yeah. Joe put something on our WhatsApp earlier saying that it looks like we're going to need something like two and a quarter points per game to potentially reach sixth. I think, well, wow, that is far better than we've done and even better than what we've been doing under, under McKenna, isn't it? It's... Instead of four wins out of six, it's it's better than four wins and a draw out of out of six. I think. So. I think what we'll, I'm kind of at the stage now where what will be will be with our yeah. season. Um, if we manage to do a George Burley esque dash to the finish line, happy days. Otherwise, I'm pretty comfortable with what we've got and who's in charge. And yeah, yeah, we go and as we and go right off. Yet another season, and well, yeah, another season down at this level, which is a little bit depressing. Michael, um, what do you think? Um, what do you guys think about us playing two number tens? Um, I guess Chaplin it didn't work on Smear. Saturday, it did work against Accrington, though. Mm. Yeah, it did. No, it, it, horses for horses. Saturday, just yeah, but I mean, to be fair, I think McKenna does do that, though, doesn't he? To be fair, he hasn't really been wedded to one particular system since he's been here. It'd be one up front with two behind, or two up front with one behind, or three up front and one slightly left of centre. So I think we have been actually tailoring our formation and personnel to the to the teams that we're coming up against. But on Saturday, it didn't work. But I just the feeling that Saturday is just one of those days where nobody had a good game. So you, I say things were bouncing off of Chaplin. Nothing was coming off of Chaplin. Selena barely got on the ball. Um, and I so say the two two youngsters in midfield were... A bit of a hiding to nothing really against against yeah. their midfield three which they were up against so yeah just a bad bad day at the office unfortunately and they happen um i think back in someone brought in to spend some time in training game match fit Morsey evans carol meant that he had to go straight and we can't really i think that's a fair point there um graham um uh, a continuation of the point i just made could you and be up for it 
um, on Saturday, manager bounce. Um, Neil they've Harris, was in, isn't it? Yeah, they've had that now. And, was on, and it sounded like we we're super fortunate to beat Crew as well. But um, yeah, but they were getting their backsides handed to them every week, weren't they? That's the that's the thing. To turn that around, to be fair to Harris, to to turn around what were they were getting some absolute shellackings at home, weren't they? To turn that around, yeah. to win. as you oh, say, Oxford as well. Yeah, yeah but as, as you say, um, Crew weren't particularly happy with. Our friend Darren Drysdale, well, oh, Alan, yes. Judge's, Alan Judge's friend Darren Drysdale. Yeah, I'm just going to check out the um, stats when it, on away form because obviously I think that was a was that a Gillingham home win? It was, wasn't it? Yeah, one nil. Yeah. In the away league table, um, Gillingham are actually twentieth. There you go. Um, one win on the road though, six draws, seven defeats. Whereas at home, um, they are twenty um, third, only three wins at home, four draws, eight defeats there you go so yes i can't i can't imagine they'll be giving wes burns the freedom of uh, <laughs> their, the space behind their left back like they like they did at uh, Priestfield. yeah well I, and maybe matt penny might be back i don't know i guess um donald thompson's possibly the starter there now but yeah i just thought so and he obviously yeah, made an impression has, against him didn't he? but, he's been brought yeah yeah he's been brought into players now i'd have thought we're getting some more suggestions of transfer <laughs> failures. Um, Pavlo's um, Kaduga fa- uh, failure to sign De Santos. Yes. Um, yeah, maybe. Um, what about this one, Craig? The, this old chestnut from <laughs> Lee failure to sign Batistuta. Yeah, I think those. I probably class those in the same uh, in the same sphere. Those uh, same those likelihood. Well, um, if we had, if but if we if we had have signed Batistuta, then I we wouldn't have signed Adrian Paz, and I wouldn't have oh. poked. A, a bit of scrap of paper. This is before Crikey Younger Show Major. This is before Cardinal Park was even there. When it was all car lots and things, I um, I once poked my, a bit of paper through a, a, a picket fence to Adrian Paz while he was buying a second-hand car from one of the Do car you know garages the car was? that used to be there. No, no. no. He, was with a, he, was with a, he was with a swarthy-looking um, interpreter who I sort of gave the bit of paper to to pass on to Adrian Paz. And he wrote down a, the, a price for a card and sent it back over through the fence. Yeah, and it was Mauricio I'll give you Torrico. Four grand, nothing, no, no more. It was uh, Mauricio tra- Torrico. I used Mauricio Torrico as a oh, conduit to get a scrap of paper to Adrian Paz. What a great story! Why have we only just heard about this now, Craig? You've been on the pod for two years, you know, or whatever. Still, it is. still wrangles with me. I'm only just. I love how here. we peel away the uh, the layers of the onion with you. Mm. All these great stories. There you go. Now, transfer Gret Storini or the goalkeeper, Italian goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. Um, what about this one? Failure to sign Gaza, and he came for a trial, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a few of them. They, I think, Rude Hullet as well, wasn't he? Was one. Yeah. Um, there's a rumor that we we were trying to buy Pat Jennings. I think when um, yeah, like, I have uh, remember that. Yeah, turn I of have. the decade, like eighty, eighty one, that sort of time. I think. And Ray Wilkins was another one that we were supposedly looking to uh, buy back then. Well, this, um, talking about the Paul Mariner book, which we'll be talking about on the 16th with Mark Donaldson and hopefully all of you, um, some really interesting transfer rumours in that. I mean, Mark mm. Mark mentioned the Barcelona bid, but there was other stuff in there as well. So I always love these kind of stories of transfers yeah. that never materialised or could have happened and stuff like that. Um, Blue, Mercedes, 5-7 and 10 stone ringing wet. Don't think we really need another small player in our ranks. I think, and that goes to my point before, from before, I really wish we'd sign another Morsey type um, midfielder who's, who's, you know, we let downs go, obviously. Um, but since we've been down in League One, I think Dave and I have been pretty consistent that we don't have, we lack enforcers in midfield. I did enforcers um, 
who are not going to get red cards or unfortunate red cards. But um, yeah, yeah but, and that's a good point about the height as well. I can't think which game yeah. it was. One of the more recent games, yeah. we had a tiny, tiny team playing. We had mm. Chaplin and Selena. Um, Carol was playing. I can't think who else was playing. But it was it looked across the whole team. It was just not particularly big compared to the other teams that were coming up for corners and bits and pieces like that. It does make a difference in this in this division. Your question about who should start front. I mean, your 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 question inferred that you're sticking with the two number tens. No. Okay, fine. I'm, going, I'm, Pig, I'm Piggott and Norwood. Piggott and Norwood. Uh, Matthew mm. Keane, should we play two up top last Saturday? There you go. And do you think we should have some see some youngsters as we approach the end of the season? I mean, centre-back options, Elkham Baggett and Al, um, Alfie Armin, is it? Centre-back yeah. could get a chance. Yeah. Cameron Humphreys, I think, has been training with the first team as well. So, Matthew's got a point there, hasn't he? Yeah, he has. And I, but I wouldn't be surprised if we see more of the likes of Burgess potentially just to see what he's like just as mm-hmm. so McKenna can see him in a match situation because he's cost three quarters of a million quid if he's going to be no good to McKenna then he needs to go again in the summer and cross the yes. way we take a quarter of a million quid whatever it is because otherwise it's probably a, a hefty wage on our wage bill that we, we don't need other if he's not going to play we don't we can't carry him can we and um, Mark wants to see Bonner Norwood um, up top surely more often than not um, for the rest of the season here we go um, oh loads uh, well, let's do let's skip rego there you go Norwood and Piggott yeah. Pivot I think it's Piggott Norwood Piggott needs a chance Luco behind Bond and Norwood up front for me Piggott and Simpson HCH love oh. that um, Norwood and the pig um, Norwood and Chaplin David shoving Chaplin up up the pitch a little bit that could be interesting Norwood and Piggott um Oh, Charlie D. Unpopular opinion. I'm not sure Bond deserves the hype. Um, Nor Pig, says Lee. <laughs> there you go. So some thoughts there. Um, yeah, I, I think I just, you know, I'm not speaking on everyone's behalf, but it just, it seems an opportunity to allow Pig a, a run of games like we've given to, to Bond. And I say, Bond's just, you know, just hasn't been, you know, no slight on him. It happens, doesn't it? Crikey, he's never going to keep up what he was doing at the beginning of the season, but he has tailed off and even his performances haven't haven't been fantastic. You know, he said the ball, like it was Chaplin, the ball was bouncing off him on the very rare occasion he got it and I appreciate he was playing up front all by himself, poor sod, but it's just an opportunity to try from my perspective, just something a bit different. Yep. Um, Howard is back. Agree with others. Brady Simon, Mark Poom and getting Serena still was a big sign doors moment. Goalkeeper, such an important position. Walton is a great signing. I think we definitely agree with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael is Thompson, a fullback or a wingback. I think he's played left back um, more consistently for Brentford. Um, and I, yeah, I but, wasn't yeah, massively you, impressed, but again, similar to Backinson, kind of chucked in at the deep end, really, wasn't he? Mm, yeah, he didn't, you know, crikey, again, it's 90 minutes. We can't judge him. Let's not judge him on 90 minutes. He, did, he didn't. He didn't look that much of an upgrade on Penny, for example, no. uh, Coulson. To my mind, what we saw of Coulson, he'd certainly looked at more, a more attacking fullback. But he's had a week being coached, hasn't he? So let's let's see what he's like on uh, on Saturday. Skip, um, so uh, giving some insight here. Brentford fans seem to think he's decent going forwards, but not so hot defensively. Suggest he's a wing back. Yeah, I mean, we'll have to we'll have to We've see. Got loads of those, haven't we? Loads of those type of yeah. wing backs. Uh, we've got um, Charlie D, Star Wars, Roy Keane. Definitely Boba Fett seems cool when you were young, but ultimately just annoying. 
and doesn't do much. There you go. He was always my favourite, Bob. I haven't seen the uh, the series though, the one on Disney. I haven't seen that. The man not heard. Bob Fett. Not not heard I, great things, but I used to like Bob Fett. He was always my little outsider that was always on the edge, but he looked quite cool, as you as you say. There you go. Oh, more and more layers of the Craig Finbow onion just peeled away there, Boba Fett. I don't really, I don't really care about Boba Fett. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. Uh, Lando so, Corizian, he was always quite cool as well, wasn't he? Yeah, I've got plenty of time for Lando. Mm. Um, did you? Uh, what was the um? This was it the Solo film spin-off film with Donald oh, yeah. Glover playing. It was, was he was excellent in that? There you go. That's um. There's a recommendation for you. Also, if you're in in, in the need for other box sets to binge only murders in the building on disney plus i can also recommend that having just been recently finished that there you go oh all kinds of stuff on this show isn't it bloom it's what we're about I just finished watching season 11 of curb and we're starting nice. to watch afterlife ricky gervais so you know afterlife three also good recommend that too um we all get all the good any uh, any other bits and pieces of advice you need just stick it in the chat craig and i are on top of it um <laughs> michael piggott can drop into the middle part let's play three number tens <laughs> so there you go um howard wants to release the pig um nathan gray in melbourne great to have you with us um mw nord um in reality but i'd like to have piggott there we go a lot of groundswell of a support for um joe piggott um yeah, Lee, I can't keep writing off seasons, guys. Life is part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Especially in bloody January. Yes, yes. Well, it's February now. Well, yeah, but... Only a few months left. We lost, we um, lost a Chef Wednesday in January. <laughs> yeah, Norwood Chaplin up front. Pick it in behind. Interesting. Target man, maybe. Um, Nathan Hall, what do you think a midfield of Dazelle, Downs and Morsley would have done under McKenna? Sounds sexy, that, doesn't it? Mm, yeah. I, think I guess we can't really... It, what, Let's not it, think about uh, that, Nathan. Nathan oh, just God. don't dangle those those things in there. And, uh, you know, Mark Stewart and David Johnson up front under McKenna. What about that? You, yeah. you did, I know damn well that the opposition midfield would have been a kick to damn sight more by a Downs and Morsey midfield <laughs> than they were by a, a Backinson and Ilmazuri Yeah, it's a nice tripod situation there, isn't it? Um, if the attractive town women draw drew one of the really big sides in the FA Cup quarterfinal, could the Gold Star handle it? Uh, it's a good question. I, I, I posted the clip when we spoke with um, town first-team coach Joe Sheehan. I suspect if a, if they drew a WSL team at home, Pullman Road probably would... Um, they'd try and get it at Pullman Road. Um, but the Gold Star is an underrated venue and home advantage is crucial. And you kind of think, or oh, what kind of a situation would... Um, suit a WSL team? Would it be going to Portman Road or would it be going to the Gold Star ground? No disrespect to the Gold Star ground. So those are factors. But yeah, if there's if there's demand, FBL tractor, and the only real way that people can demonstrate their demand for the women's team to play at Portman Road is to turn up at the Gold Star ground, guys. So 27th of February, five quid to get in, kids get in free. Give the ITSC women's team your support because they deserve it. They've got a really they their season is far from over. They they're in the FA Cup. They're top of the league. They're obviously the teams around them have got games in hand, but all to play for. So do get down to the Gold Star. Do agitate um, that you know games are played at Portman Road. The only way that will happen is a that the pitch gets fixed at some point, or if the demand is there to make it happen. So let's help them make it happen at least once, maybe this season, and maybe a bit more frequently in the future. 
Jackson and Norwood up front. John Smith going for the retro 19-20 vibe there. Um, uh, what else have we got? On the Sheffield Wednesday, says Mark Prime. Bad performance, but in terms of a result, it wasn't terrible. I reckon we'd have taken a point. We didn't get we didn't get it. One point drop. It was yeah, I, that was kind of a, a sense that I had as well. Um Craig, yeah, it's one is, point it's one point drop for us, but it's three points. It's game three for points for Sheffield. It's the switcheroo on Sheffield Wednesday, isn't it? Um yeah. Mike also agreeing on Pat Jennings. Um Michael Warner signed Frank Bruno. He had a good punch on him. Is there a, is there a football link to Frank Bruno there that I'm missing? Um, Howard, Andre Wisdom still available on a free for centre half cover. There you go. Free transfers can still be done, can't they? I think there's a point where they need yeah, to I think they can until like the I think they can be done until the old transfer deadline, which was Mar end of March, is it? I think you can still register people. I think I don't know. I'm making it up. Um, Nathan's continuing his dangling of water batteries just to troll me, playing two up. Two would have allowed to play three midfield, and Fraser could have shone. Yeah, he could have, Nathan. He bloody could have. I agree with you. Here, here. Um, too late now. Um, he'll he'll do well at Charlton. Um, skip Steve Evans as job of the heart for sure. Not an Ipswich um, link there, Skip. But I I know where you're coming from. We'll appreciate that one. Um, support for Bubba Fett. There you go, yeah. Spannerman. Here you go. Do we think Sunderland will get promoted this season? We'll give. Spanaman, your thoughts in the comments, folks. Um, what Not automatically. Say you? Yeah, I do think the managerial appointment is going to be a crucial one. Mm. I think there's enough quality in that squad there, but the the streakiness hasn't been resolved. You appointed Lee Johnson, the streakiest of all streaky managers. This these away collapses like Bolton and Oxford, Sheffield Wednesday. I don't think teams don't get promoted automatically for me getting kickings like that. I think you're a good bet for the playoffs. And to be honest, Defoe and Matete, great business, isn't it, Craig, on deadline day? It's just a question of, are you more consistent than Rotherham and Wigan? And I guess my yeah. thought is no. No, I think you, they're already, what, three, they've played three more games than Wigan and are two points behind Wigan. I know Wigan are going to have a lot of a lot of games. All of a sudden, you know, they'll be playing three three times a week, twice a week, three times a week. Um, but I just think we're going to got such a lot of good momentum behind them, aren't they? They're just going to carry on on a roll, I would have thought. And Rotherham, as we know, yeah. a little bit of a hiccup, didn't they, Rotherham, a couple of weeks ago where they dropped down to dropped down to third, fourth, but they seem to have picked up again and they'll just churn them out when, when they now to the end of the season, you'd have thought. So it may be a case that, uh, as you said at the beginning, Rich, we may end up having to play them in the, in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I kind of think... Like I, Ipswich being in League One feels moderately better because I know teams like Sunderland <laughs> there. I kind of it's like is it twenty one Jump Street or twenty two Jump Street when they get high? It's twenty one Jump Street when they get high on the um, I forget what it's called. They get high and Channing Tatum's having a, a really great trip and um, oh. Jonah Hill is not, and he drags him down with him into the pits of hell or whatever. And I kind of think that we're, we're we both collective, do that to each other. Yeah, we're dragging each other. You can't go up, Spanner, yeah. unless we go up with you. We can't yeah. be, yeah, I don't want to be cut adrift in League One. And we kind yeah, of we'll have a pact. Get, yeah. yeah. So we'll either finish first and second, or we're not going to bother. We'll just hang yeah. around here for a right few Right, this is yeah. off. Um, FBI tried to skip harsh on Jabber, that one, Steve Evans, yeah. Uh, um, last call, we are um, we are ticking up to an hour, so uh, we won't be hanging around too much longer. Predictions for Saturday, either more lineups, 
or scores, um, get them to us. As a reminder, um, I left that Jabba the Hutt quote up, didn't I? <laughs> Blue Monday, itfc.co.uk for all the information of what you need for our shows. All of our socials and stuff like that is going on across the bottom as well. If you're watching us on YouTube, do give us a thumbs up. Um, if you haven't subscribed yet, why not subscribe? Because um, interviews like George Burley might crop up from time to time. All of our podcasts are there. We might stick up the odd um, special video and compilations and all that kind of fun, fun words all that fun stuck is there so bloomonaitfc.co.uk for all the bits and pieces you need to find out um and let's just finish off let's see how rapidly we can go on there um michael tin houghton i think we're going to draw on saturday no michael no meltdown afterwards um always matthew roy keen sunland he's going for an interview i think that's latest news so yeah spider-man matthew possible lol i all the best spider-man he's not the same roy keen that got you guys promoted, certainly. Um, but maybe he's learned from his the errors of his ways. You know, he's, he's best mates with Mika Richards now. You know what I mean? He's chilled out. Who knows? Um, some, cuddly Roy Keane doesn't exist. Does no. Um, there you go. Paul Cook's Sunderland in the playoffs. There's Paul Westlake. Oh, what all, says Lee. I'm assuming that's Gillingham. Um, Charlie D, thanks, chaps. 2-0 to us. Pig adored. Nervous 2-1. Um, Saturday, nervous about the new manager bounce, but think we'll edge it maybe 2-1. Craig, any final predictions from you? No, I'm just I'm just intrigued as to how we're going to line up and and, you know, and if McKenna's going to take the Sheffield Wednesday performance as an opportunity just to maybe rejig things. We may see it, as someone said earlier, we may, as Skip said earlier, we may see a, a different formation. Um, who knows? I so say he just seems to sort of be intimating that now, without coming out and saying it, the season's over, but just sort of intimating it's going to be a bit tricky now. So it may just be a chance for him now between now and the end of the season just to try different things and try different people and see him in the flesh. Um, but you know, I, I, I'd hope, regardless of all that, that we'll be good enough to to beat Gillingham by a couple of goals and um, certainly Doncaster. You know, Gillingham were getting their backsides handed to them. Doncaster are certainly having their backsides handed to them on a plate every week, aren't they? Yeah. Um, final flurry, 5-0 Nord Hatchet. There you go. Um, thanks, Michael. Great to have you with us from another great day in Brisbane. Um, Paul, looking forward to the pre-match show. Um, yeah, that'll be out on Friday morning. See you on Saturday. Spannerman, thank you for joining us. Really appreciate um, getting perspectives from other clubs. Some of a, a massive club, as we know. Um, we all want to get promoted together. Um, all the best for Saturday. I think you're expecting big numbers in there and for a good cause as well. Um, so thank you for joining us, Spannerman. And thank you, everyone else. Really appreciate um, the contributions and the comments. Apologies if you had issues um, commenting from Facebook or Twitter. We had a good amount from YouTube. Thank you for those who did Super Chats. Really appreciate those. Thank you for your generosity. It only helps us um, drive more content and hopefully better quality content at that. We mentioned the pre-match show. The flagship show is back as well. Um, but back to Portman Road on Saturday. Fingers crossed a win to give us more playoff hope. And as Ben said, uh, I'll end with Ben's words from the flagship show. It's the hope that kills you. Thanks, everyone. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything. 
from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping. But in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.